0: Welcome back. Welcome back to Send Him Off. Another week, another episode. And as always, I'm joined by my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. It's good to be back, isn't it? It's
1: great to be back. But it's back. We're back doing um, What Football Means to Me. We're all excited. It's back. But, you know, we're not. We're not alone, are we, today? We are not. And
0: our our uh, guest today... Tell us who. The internet describes our guest today as a producer, actor, writer, radio host, columnist. I don't think there's anything he can't do. But now... Now he's a send him off guest, which I'm sure is just, you know, the highlight of it all. Why not? <laughs> we are, we are of course, delighted to welcome Johnny Owen today. Johnny, how are you doing? Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank
2: you very much. It's very good to be here, lads. And like you say, this is now
1: top the list of all that to be on the podcast.
2: <laughs>
1: that, we are. Saving that clip. <laughs> I was going to say, post that one on TikTok. There we are. Yep.
0: That's straight <laughs> on Instagram We peaked Thank you guys for listening um, It's been great uh, nah. um, We of course You had to talk about As always If you guys have listened To any um, What football means to me episodes we, we just chat Absolute rubbish About football memories And we will go All nostalgic um, So uh, should, we, should we start With some quick fire questions Yeah right
1: You've got to remind me The old don't Who does, who does um, what Do I go first I, I don't go? I think Matt does On these ones
0: Just take Come it on. away Al Take it away
1: Right Mr. Johnny Owen Yes We're going to start off quick fire questions Favourite player ever David Webley. There we are. That's good
0: good answer. Good answer. Two, favorite ever? Oh, manager. I do not
2: change it actually. Yeah, um, go on, on,
0: go on, go on.
2: <laughs> so hard. Kevin Rogers, worthy yep, player.
0: There we are. Right. Favorite ever manager. Lynn Jones. <laughs> Getting some obscure <laughs> names out I today. I saying... love it. <laughs> do we really
2: think is Do you want to? I think is the best ever or my favorite?
0: Well, give us both. Why not? All yeah, right. why
1: not? Exception right. for you.
2: There you go. That's great. So I think the best player ever is Johan Cruyff. And my favourite ever player is, is a guy who played for Murtha called Kevin Rogers. My favourite manager ever is a guy called Lin Jones who managed Murtha. But I think the greatest manager ever is um, Jockstein. There we are. Some good answers. Good shots. Big up, up
1: Murtha. I think i got a yeah. feeling who you're... <laughs> <that laughs> yeah, I was going to
0: who do you support? But, you know, yeah. I think we've gone in there early with Murtha. Um, favourite stadium? Uh, yeah.
2: Favourite stadium, um is old Trafford, it's a fantastic stadium, and then obviously Pendaron Park north Yeah, there we are. <laughs> there we are.
0: Um, Best you, game you've
2: well, ever been to. I would say that it's probably Wales against oh god, either Belgium or um Slovakia. Probably Wales Slovakia.
1: Oh really? Oh the,
2: the, the, the Belgium game was never, a big one. I
0: will i never forget either game. Uh, either yeah, game that's it's so tight between the two of them. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. You know, when that bail free kick went in, I lost oh. my voice for a good week. <laughs> uh, and by the time <laughs> it came back, we were playing England, <laughs> so uh, just <laughs> a for in. a full month, my my voice was was shot. Yeah. Um, the best game you've seen on TV?
2: Oh God, these are good questions. These yeah. are.
0: Um,
1: Specializing that. I same. was going to say, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think the most exciting. End to a game was probably when Man United won that Champions League. That was that was amazing. The two late goals. Where I was in a pub watching it, and in those days, most people used to support support the British team. That was that was really exciting. But the other game I remember really distinctively, because it was such a shocking game. I shouted to the misses. Do you remember when uh, Germany beat Brazil in the in the World Cup in Brazil? Was it seven 0 seven, seven one? one wasn't yeah. It? yeah. And I can remember shouting to my missus, going, You've got to come watch this because this is like, this never happened before or, or happened again. Brazil getting beaten yeah.
1: at home that, that soundly. So that game as well. I remember that. I, I was back in Brazil and then they got two, didn't they? But, I think they uh, yeah. we were. But Neymar yeah.
0: like broke his back the week Neymar before. Neymar was him. finished. he like, was like, in t- shirt, years. saying, like, Play yeah. for Neymar. As if he'd like, <laughs> you know. Oh, but yeah, I never forget that either. Some yeah. some cracking memories there. I'm liking where this is going already. I know, we haven't got. <laughs> I, I love,
1: fans. I love the Mirtha. I love the Mirtha Town again. It's such a big show. I love seeing like the little club, the small. because so we said about it when we were doing the um, the Super League thing. Support your local yeah. team, and this is testament to it. So I 100 love that.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Um, shall we? Shall we jump in with the yeah, with The big, let's do the big the, main questions. Um, top ten. I think I go first. I yeah, because well, you've got a I
1: favorite go. question, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. We,
0: we plan these, Johnny, every week. <laughs> um, so I, I say my favourite question. Um, your earliest football memory?
2: My earliest football memory, I think, because my bro- me and my brother have a discussion about this, was the 1974 World Cup final between Germany and Holland. And what I remember as a kid, because I'd only be about three or four, was the white shirts and the orange shirts. And right. I remember everybody crowding around the television to watch it. So I think that's my earliest memory. Wow.
1: Who did you want to win, the white shirts or the orange shirts? The orange, right? in yeah,
2: there. And, and then, yeah, I always, I always loved Cruyff. I have before and have since. But you made know, a great team then. You know, they had yeah. Beckenbauer, who died the other mm-hmm. day, sadly. But I just remember that I, I can remember something happening in the game, and you know, like all your fathers and your uncles, all like making a noise. And what had happened, I found it later, was. They conceded a penalty didn't they in the first minute Germany. Mm. So obviously the match kicked off and a penalty was given within the first minute, which you know was quite rare in those days. It was hard to get a penalty, they're getting sent off. And it was a big commotion in the room and that's what I think I remember. But my 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 brother seems to think that I was I get I got I got mixed up with the 1978 World Cup final between Holland and Argentina but I don't think I did. I mean, that was your memory I, I one is a, that, yeah. Yeah either one's <laughs> a,
0: a decent first football memory to have let's be honest. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I remember. Yeah. Question number two: Biggest mm-hmm. high as a football fan? Oh, I was definitely France
2: 2016. That was amazing. That whole month really was wow. sensational. Yeah. And do you uh, have any,
1: did you go? Do you have any memories of it? Or because of course you did the um the Don't the Take people, Me Home. Yeah, I went to every, every game.
2: Good. I went to every game except the England game, and that, there was a reason for that. Martin Comston, was in um, Line of duty with my partner Vicky McClure. Scottish. I'm a
0: massive fan Sam, of. Planet
2: yeah, dating. Sam is <laughs> fanboy
1: you now massively.
2: Well, he got he got he got married. The, swipes, oh, right. the Scottish. <laughs> during the tournament, because he could, because they weren't there, so I had to fly back for the for the wedding, which was uh, the day before or after the England game, and I had to flight and I flew straight back out again for the Russia game in, in Toulouse. So that was the one game I missed. But other than that, it was just. It was just brilliant because it wasn't just about what happened on the pitch, which was obviously sensational. It was off the pitch, the way the Welsh fans were, the way they behaved, the way they looked, just the whole atmosphere. I was just, I was I don't think I've ever been so proud to be Welsh. And I was more. gonna
1: say, did you have like a sense of pride? Because obviously England, you know, they had their reputation out in France and what happened happened. And mm. Wales were, you know, widely praised for how they behaved. And of course, it must have made you think, you know what, those are my boys and things like that, you know.
2: It did, definitely did. I, I felt that, you know, I was just, I felt there was a, a very specific football culture had arrived on a world stage, you know, the bucket hats, the, mm. you know, the spirit of 58 clothes, the way the people sort of sing, you know, all that kind of stuff. It was very, very specific. It wasn't English, you know, and, yeah. and I thought that the world kind of went, oh, this is great, this lot every city we arrived in we had a a good time and a party and and when we left all over social media those cities Bordeaux, Toulouse were saying what a pleasure it was to have the Welsh football fans and I got a theory now what's happened with Welsh football fans is and Scottish football fans because we're not English we've done the opposite of the English so we don't sing those kind of songs and we don't act that way we define ourselves by being not English by being something specifically very different and I think that really bloomed in France and I felt really I felt really not only proud of it, I felt a part of it. I yeah. felt I was with yeah. my own people, my own I tribe.
0: Can, you know, to be fair, I can only imagine what it was like out there because we were well, what we must have been seventeen at the time, Al. Yes, 19, I mean like yeah, that. 17, 18 eighteen-ish at the time, and um, like I watched all the games at home, but in the pubs and stuff, but over here, and I felt part of it. Like yeah. I felt part of it, so I can't imagine what it felt like in France. Um, I was going to ask. No, go on. So,
1: go on. I, was, I was only going to ask one question before, like, oh, Sam was carrying on, but I just wanted to ask one question because I don't know anyone who went out, obviously, we were sort of a bit too young, still in college, blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to know what the national anthem sounded like before that Belgium game. I just need to know, like, in person, from somebody who was there, I just need to know what it was like.
2: It was amazing. You know, I, it, I often say that, you know, there were people crying and people hugging each other and all that kind of thing. But I think like it was just the fact that we'd arrived on that stage yeah. and we knew we were there. And uh, everybody who sang it felt the same, you know, you're younger than me, boys, and that's you know, and I love the fact that you've probably seen Wales when we're very good. But we've been poor for, for a few decades and I was yeah. there when yeah. we nearly qualified quite a few times 1986 I was there when Jock Blessing passed away with Scotland. I was there in 93, I was there against Russia. I was against I was there for all those games. And I did feel that they, we would never qualify for anything. So the fact that we qualified, and then that was the first time we sent me on them was so emotional. And because we we we'd 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 won like we'd finally got to a major tournament yeah. and it didn't matter then. It didn't matter, we were happy to be there.
0: I felt 100%. a bit like that this year though. Like with the Euros just gone. Like, I love I, I saw loads of I, I I bit loads on TikTok of like and, and Twitter with people being like, Oh, wheels are out, or whatever, England is still going. And I'm like, Yeah, but you've got like some of the best players in, in the Premier League, best players in the world, right? Harry Kane, Sterling, Shaw, the like. We're just happy to be there. <laughs> like, I'm just, I, I've seen one major tournament in my lifetime. So have most people. And I'm just happy to be at another one. But th- th- that's what I loved about it. It's just a party atmosphere. And I felt robbed of it this year. Um, I, I really did, because obviously there's not not many fans. But you've mentioned sort of the the dark years. Uh, our next question: What's your lowest point as as a football fan?
2: It was it was the night after um, in '93 when we didn't qualify for America. That was a dark night. That was, and it wasn't even so much that we didn't beat Romania to go through with a really good team as well, because so I think we did them well that World Cup. Um, but it was the fact that um, a fan died that night um, in the stands and. The Yorath was 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 sacked not long after. And we did go into the wilderness for 10 years after that, you know, and you felt it that night. You did feel as if, like, we'd missed a great opportunity. And, you know, it was it was a bad night in Russia against Russia when we went out that night as well. Uh, and that was when I thought I'd come to terms with it, really. I thought, oh, we're never going to qualify, but that's all right. You know, we'll have the great qualifying tournament, uh, you know, a campaign, and we'll just go on trips with that, and that'll be fine. You know, so I sort of made peace with it. But 93 was was, was was hard because we had such a good team. We had Rush Hughes, Dean Saunders, Ryan Giggs, Gary Speed, Neville Southall. It was a really, really good side. And we just missed out on qualification. And we just done the same in 91 as well, where we missed out by one point, right, for the Euros in 92. And in our group was Belgium and Germany. And we'd beaten Belgium at home, drawn away, beaten Germany at home, lost away. And we didn't miss out by one point because it was so difficult to get through in those days. And don't forget Germany with the world champions. So in our group, were the world champions and Belgium. So it was always very difficult for Wales to qualify. And coming back to what you said about it's quite flattering, really, that the English have seen us as, as rivals recently, which they never did before. And they get a bit annoyed by us because, you know, our population is, what, three million? It's the same, I think, as the West Midlands or, you know, certain uh, Greater Manchester. And we're competing, you know, on a world stage. So I think it's testament to us as a nation, like you said, that we're, managing to qualify and even compete, really. We shouldn't be there. We're always the smallest country that gets through. We're the smallest country that's ever got to a semi-final of a major tournament. So, you know, go Wales, they say. Yeah. Smallest I love country
0: winding with, them with the well. voice. Yeah, yeah. No, it's brilliant to wind them up as well. I, I love it. <laughs> you just can't beat the canoe. You can't. Um, but we, we, did it, we did a little thing earlier in the week, what if, sort of like yeah. the the big what ifs in football, and one of my biggest ones, I know it's Alex's as well, is mm. if, what if Ramsey and Ben Davis played that semi-final? Yeah, I know. I really do I think we would have taken them. I really do. Who were best players. Any any yeah.
2: team that loses two of its best players, and especially Ramsey that tournament, I mean, Bale was sensational in the scoring course, but Ramsey was arguably the Welsh, best mm. Welsh player at that tournament. And we didn't have our best player playing for us. Very similar to what happened in 1958 when John Charles was injured against Brazil. And it is one of the great what-ifs of, of Welsh history now that if Ben Davis and Aaron Ramsay played, especially in the way that Aaron Ramsay can just create that little bit, you know, and, and Poland really flattered us by trying to defend deep all game. You know, what could have happened? Um, but you know, what a tournament, you know, and to get to a semi-final was was a remarkable achievement, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: hundred
1: percent you you're a man who's who's done a lot, you've been a lot of places, you've you've seen plenty of things. But the next question is. What is on your football bucket list? If there's anything left on your football bucket list.
2: I wouldn't mind going to see a game in... I'll tell you what, I'd love to see Wales in a World Cup. Right. OK, right. That would be, be me done. but obviously Maybe, maybe, maybe. On, that depends on Wales qualified. But if there's something that I can do anyway, I would... But I would love to go and see one of the great um, South American derbies, you know, somewhere in yeah. Argentina or Brazil. One of those games would be would be great to go and, to go and watch. I think, but um, not many things. I think I think I've probably seen most things, but I'd love to see Wales in the World Cup. Yeah,
0: fingers crossed see. for next year. You're speaking you know for us know. all, but there,
1: hundred percent.
0: Yeah, well, luck. Like, the only way we go to Qatar. It's a dry country. It's not alcohol. I <laughs> guarantee <laughs> the one World Cup we qualify for. I can't drink out there. I guarantee it. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, this is my favorite question. I love this question. Um, it's a double-edged sword. What is your f- football guilty pleasure? And if you could put anything in football room one o one and banish it forever, what would you get rid of? My guilty pleasure. That's a great question.
1: That room one o one bits new, is not
0: it? You've just chucked that in. No, I did <laughs> it. I did it with Amy a few oh, a few months okay. ago, and I said oh, I'm keeping. I'm writing that down.
2: Well that's easy goal one oh one. I'd put gold celebration music in. That's that's an, an abomination in the game. What, what, you know, <laughs> why why do you need music when you've already scored a goal? Ridiculous. So that would be the first thing that I, I I know that straight away. Goal celebration music off on your bike, not having it. But my guilty pleasure. What's well, that's a great I tell you what? I do like now going to the game in the posh bit. It doesn't bother really? me. Really? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not sure. Oh, his illusion, a man of the people uh, uh, has been shattered. Oh. <laughs> the idea now that you know you've got to keep it real. Boys, if you have a nice steak for a game yeah. and you're in the warm and you have free beer and it can all sit in nice seats, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I've, I've done the I've done the terraces and the rain and the wind and the cold in the northeast, so I'm partial to a bit of um Corporate
1: hospitality
0: these days. Yeah, right. <laughs> if anyone from Swansea City is watching, send him on podcast. would love a hospitality package.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you want to throw us a hospitality package for any of the games, just you know, we got season tickets up there. Uh, one them. game be all right. <laughs> That's a good uh, answer,
0: though, to be fair. It's a good
1: yeah. answer. Still not sure I feel about but good answer nonetheless. <laughs> Wait till you get in my age. Wait till you get in my age. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't plan on doing Johnny, I'm
0: 22. I'm already with you, mate. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What does the game mean to you? Well, it means everything, you know. It's given me, um, you know, lifelong friends, a livelihood, you know. I've made films about it. You know, I've worked in, in the game. Um, it's my life, really. It is, you know, it's a go for not some dramatic. You know, from when I grew up, really, I, I was surrounded by people who loved football, played football. I quickly worked out that I wouldn't be good enough to become a professional, and I, I kind of made peace with that. I was all right. And then I ended up, you know, making the best friends and the longest friends of my life by supporting my local team. Still my friends now. Uh, wherever I go, you know, I try to watch football. You know, I ended up moving to Nottingham and I ended up doing stuff with the local clubs, Forest. And, you know, my missus is a county fan. So, yeah, I just love the game, you know, and and to the point where my life is kind of planned around it, really. Mm.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, you, you strike me as the sort of person, like, I wouldn't ask the question, what does the game, like, what does the game mean to you? I'd, I'd ask you, what would your life be without this sort of thing? Because I don't think, uh, as you come across to us now, I don't think you could imagine the game, your life without the game.
2: It would be a pretty pretty poor and barren place, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do struggle in the summers sometimes when uh, there's no tournament football on or anything else. I go to watch friendlies and all sorts, you know. I mean, I always remember the great Bobby Charlton saying once that if, if he's in a car and there's a park game going on and somebody takes a corner... He slows Stay the car to see the corner. I'm a bit like that, you know. Any football, I'll go and watch it, and I'll, you know, I'll. I just can't help it, you know. But I, but the big thing for me with football is I love the um, I love the culture around it, you know. Stuff like you know going for a pint with your mates and this, you know, all the culture around it is is brilliant. You know, it's such a such a, a wonderful thing to be part of for me. It's a way of life, really. So yeah, it means everything. Wow. Fantastic! Wow.
0: That was such a sincere answer. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had such a sincere no, answer was, on this. I, I was, was going to say. We've got now, Al. <laughs>
1: we, might, we might be. We might. but that was probably the best answer we've had so far. 100%. Yeah,
0: I agree. I, I completely agree with you, though. Like, I'm a big rugby fan as well, but like, my weekends are planned around the football. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's If Saturday, we're not watching
1: it, we're talking about it. If we're not yeah. talking about it, we, you know, we'll kick a ball around if we got five minutes.
0: You know. It's just yeah. how it's how this podcast was born. Like in yeah. lockdown, we just used to meet in our car boots or like on yeah. Zoom, and we just chat about yeah. football. For it, there was no football on. Like no, they, we just, we we're in lockdown, there's no football. We just talk football. And Alex really goes, "All right, and this is a podcast." And I was like, "Yeah, why?" Not? It took a bit of convincing for me, but I got there in the end. <laughs> right, this
2: right decision. And, and like you, I like rugby. You
0: know, I I enjoy watching the rugby and. You know, things
2: like that. It's just football just seems to be, you know, it's a football town, really, Martha. I think mm. like Swansea. I think Swansea's a football yeah. town as well, really. You know, yeah. and um, I just, uh, yeah, I, I do like all sports. I love the boxing, but football is just like you're saying. It's just, um, it's just
1: football is different.
2: Yeah, it is. It's different. Exactly. It's just got that cool culture around it, which is magnificent. I think.
0: Um, speaking of uh, lockdown in the last twelve months or whatever, um, what has been your favourite footballing moment from the last twelve months?
2: Well, I think it was definitely uh, Wales and the Euros when we beat Turkey. I loved yeah. that. You know, it was just, I mean, to go out there, really, which it was part of Turkey, you know, part of their empire. So their backyard, they had their own fans in their, you know, it was 100 degrees. And to go there and to beat them, and they were the dark horses for a lot of people in that tournament, but to beat them 2-0... Was just brilliant. And I watched the Euros in Merthyr. I did a lot of stuff for Talk Sport there. I asked them, look, can I present it for Merthyr Town Football Club? And they were like, oh, well, what will it be like? And I was like, I guarantee it'll be packed there. And it was, and the atmosphere was fantastic. Uh, but to be there that night with all my mates, it was as near to being out there as it could possibly be. You know, I was back home. I was with like fanatical Welsh football fans who've been following them for 30, 40 years. So it was just a lovely moment. And I think there's nothing like in football when you win in one-nil, but when your team scores an in injury time. Yeah. So when uh, when you know when Connor stuck the ball in right at the very end, you know Bailor <laughs> being Bailor, you know he doesn't keep the ball in the corner. He decides to go across the area, and I and I right, right back isn't it is not on the on the six yard line in in their box when
1: we won I the. Re- I remember seeing <laughs> it and Oh my Just god! Like, when Connor Roberts was on that uh, sixty, and the, what it meant to him as well. Uh, being yeah. a local boy from where we're from, it meant the world to all of us seeing him. Yeah. Put it in the back of the net and score on the passion and everything. You love to it. It see brilliant. it,
2: couldn't you? You could see yeah. it in the and everything. And you know, and and the relief. And you know you've won it. I mean we yeah. were through. Knew it was, it was exactly,
1: through. yeah. We were through. Mm. So you can get to that next stage as a sort of element of of relief about it. Yeah. That's
2: that's been my favorite moment.
1: Yeah. Uh next question. I lost mm-hmm. where we were then. Sorry. Boys.
2: Still. <laughs> Still <thinking a> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I'm still thinking about the, the tournament. Moving away yeah. from international football now, who yeah. do you think will win the Premier League?
2: I think it'll probably be Man City. Do you think so? Um, yeah, if I put a gun to my head, I think it would be Man City. Uh, I, I listen, I think Liverpool, Chelsea, and Man United are all pretty strong this year, but I just think Man City have just got that. You know, well, they just got so much money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, buying um, Jack Grealish is probably just giving them the slight edge this year, and uh, I think they'll win it.
0: It's hard. I, to I think so, I yeah. went Chelsea personally. Yeah,
1: but it was one of those. Well, I said City, mm-hmm. Sam said, but it, it could change. It's one I think of those. By ones. December, I, think... I would have changed. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: So yeah, it's just it's such an open one this year. But it's all. I feel open, like it's, feel it's, like like it's said. the most open league in a long, long time. But also the most closed league in a long, long time because I think yeah. the divide between the top six and the rest of just is just bigger than ever I um, totally agree I it's, it's, you know, and it's, it's a, a real problem
2: that they're going to have to address at some point because it's the same with the championship you, you're going to start having teams coming down with the parachute payments and nobody's going to get near them in, in, in yeah. time oh. because everybody else is having to you know, cut back and then you've got clubs with hundreds of millions you know in, yeah. in Norwich about like almost half of Forest I went to a Forest game last year they played Wolves a few years back i seen Forest beat Wolves at Wolves just while they went up 2-0 last year they didn't get anywhere near Wolves and somebody yeah. pointed the Wolves have had nearly half a billion pound in money since then, since because they've gone up, and you just go, well, you're not going to be able to get near them. You know, they were bringing on players who they just bought from Barcelona. Wolves, yeah, it's, it's beyond, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah.
2: I was thinking there's a problem here, you know, because ultimately, if they make it that it's too difficult for anybody to break into that, certainly the top end of the Premier League, but also the Premier League itself, then it loses the it loses its uh, charm really, because it's meant yeah. to be a competition, isn't
0: it? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Nail on the head.
1: We've, we've said it and you, you can't you can't not when, when it's all this money floating around you know English football I think an overhaul is needed it's been needed for a, a number of years now but an overhaul is needed with the FA with even UEFA you know but I don't want to get into that now because uh, I'll be off for the next hour no I'm with you I'm with
0: you, I'm with you. Um, we'll uh, we'll wrap this up with a with a nice big question that could go anywhere your favourite football memory of all time.
2: Well, you know what? I've, I've mentioned Wales once. And um, I, you know, I've, I've seen Cardiff City, with my league football league team, you know, do well in the FA Cup. Never didn't win it, but got the final. But coming back to Merthyr again, my hometown club. Amazingly, boys, probably before you were born now, Merthyr got to the European Cup Winners' Cup competition, right? In the days when you could qualify for the old Welsh Cup. And they played Atalanta. Can you believe that from Serie A, wow. the top team, and Merthyr beat Atalanta in 1987 in wow. Merthyr. Full house, fair play. One of the biggest upsets in the history of European football. Some people say The Guardian, I think, and a few other have said it's the biggest upset in the history of European football. But Merthyr Town then in the Beza Holmes Midland Division <laughs> beat Atalanta, the Italian, t- t- you know, t- super team, 2-1 in Merthyr. and I was there. I was 16, and it was unbelievable. So I. I, I you know, at the time, I knew something special about that. Happened. But as I've got older, I've realised I was so lucky to be there that night because, you know, it wasn't long after the miners' strike and all that, you know, in the Valleys. But to win that game, and the whole world the next day was in Merthyr with cameras. You know, every every TV station from Europe was in Merthyr Town Centre asking people what they thought. It was hilarious. You know, you can imagine people from Merthyr going, that's
1: well, brilliant, but that. LAUGHTER
2: <laughs> it was great so yeah my favourite football in memory was Murtha beating Atalanta in the European Cup, and this
1: cup. I never I, I didn't know that and genuinely I never ever thought I'd do Merthyr beat Atalanta
0: that's one for the pub quiz that is I was right. going to yeah. say yeah 100% yeah. we'll take that one with come us up one
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> was the score 2-1 and Johnny yeah. Owen was there yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was there and there yeah. we are uh johnny thank you so so much oh, for joining it us. it's yeah. been an thank absolute so pleasure to chat to you tonight it's been uh, like a trip down memory lane uh especially talking about the euros i just that was to this day i think is the best summer of my life uh 100 you know it this summer I'm was great in. but uh i just think it's gonna be topped anytime soon but uh yeah thank you so 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 much for joining us um it's been a genuine pleasure, pleasure yeah it really has we'd it's love to chat boys. to you again brilliant. at some point
2: it's been brilliant It's be a great podcast well done keep it up and hopefully boys we will make the World Cup.
1: We will
2: have another
0: chat. There we Fingers exactly. Crossed. There we are. Fingers we love it. There we are. There we are. Get the, the wheels team are listening. That's your challenge now. Get the World Cup. Don't get us Johnny on again. Yeah, it ain't yeah. coming yeah. back on unless you do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you once again. I thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's been yeah. uh, it's been a good one. This has I've enjoyed this chat, Alex. I'll uh, I'll speak to you next week. Can't wait. There we are. Yeah. And uh, awesome. we'll see you next time. We'll see you next awesome. time. Awesome. Thank so, you very much. Thanks. Take care.
2: All the best, yeah. lads. Enjoy that. Keep up. All the good work. Ciao, everybody. Ciao, boys.